0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Miss Joyous Beauty Podcast. I am Christina and I am so grateful that you decided to take a listen with me today. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. How y'all doing today? I hope you guys are doing amazing. Um today we 're talking about obedience uh my favorite my favorite topic to talk about um, because it's just it 's so awesome and when I see people walking in obedience to God, it just uh, it gives me smiles, it gives me all the feels um, so we 're going to go ahead and get started i don 't have a lot of time today, so I want to just dive right in so I want to say Heavenly Father. I just want to thank you, God. I want to thank you for this podcast, for this body. I want to thank you, Lord God, for your word that's going to go forth on today, God. I just ask that it will accomplish whatever you want it to accomplish. And I pray, Lord God, that you would use me as your vessel Let it not be me, let it be all you. In Jesus' name, amen. So I'm so grateful. Thank you guys to each and every one of you who take a listen to this podcast, who DM'd me, who reposted it, who told me that it encouraged you. Y'all do not understand how encouraging it was to hear people say that I encouraged them through my obedience in this podcast. So uh, I feel like it's no greater topic than to discuss obedience and how it has literally changed my perspective on life and on doing things for God. So I just wanna dive right in. Um, Obedience, Uh, let me just tell you first that I was disobedient with this podcast for a very long time, I did not want to um, do the podcast because I didn't want to put myself out there. Um, I hesitated with promoting the podcast because I didn't want to, quote unquote, self-promote. I didn't want people to judge or be like, oh, who she thinks she is. Oh, she da da da. You know how people are. Like That's just how people are. And I think sometimes we make up things in our head when people may not be like that. But for the majority and from what I've experienced, people are like that. And people do judge. People do talk bad about you. And it comes with the territory. Anytime that you're stepping out, anytime that you're doing things for the kingdom of God, the enemy does not like that. The enemy doesn't like people stepping out. The enemy doesn't like people doing things for God. So of course you're going to receive hate. Of course you're going to receive, um, you know the looks and the dislike and you may even receive that from family members. Family members may not even support you. Um that has been my experience in a lot of things where you would think that family would be the ones that supported you the most, but in this in learning and doing this podcast, you know, I, there were two people that knew me personally that actually supported me. And it's crazy to think that because of all the family that I have, but literally two people in my family were the ones that supported me, friends and other people did not support. Um, And the people that I least expected to support me, supported me. And I kind of had to go to God with that because I was like, Lord, like, really? This is so weird. And he is the one that told me that I promote, I promote, I elevate and I grow. And I was like, okay, it's God that gives you growth. It's God that elevates you. And it is God that promotes you. And it may not be the people that you would think would support. It may not be the people that you would think that would give you credit or um, pray for you or help you. It And it's so weird because I always thought it would be those people that would be the ones that helped, that would be the ones that supported. And they're the reason why I was so hesitant in doing it because I'm like, who's going to support me? I don't have you know, all these people. I have family, but who's going to support the podcast if it comes out? And literally, people that I don't even know listen to the podcast, people that... I never expected to repost the podcast, reposted it, and I'm just so grateful to God because it just showed me that it's not in my own flesh. It's not in my own doing. I didn't ask one person to repost my podcast, and yet and still, God is the one that Did all of that. And I'm just so grateful. It's not like I get paid for this podcast. It's not, you know, this is a labor of love. This is something that I just felt led to do from God. And he is the one that is promoting it. He is the one that's elevating it. He is the one that's growing it. So I just got to give a shout out to God and If there's something that you want to do or if there's something that you've been holding back because you don't know how it's going to grow or how it's going to, you know, manifest into something more. I just want to encourage you to rest. Rest in God. Do it anyway. Do it anyway. Do it small. Because I, for a long time, despised small beginnings. And I'm going on a tangent, but... It's gonna lead somewhere, um. But I despise small beginnings so much because I always my personality is perfection. I, I always feel like I, you know, want to be, uh, everything has to be perfect. Everything has to be in order. Which that there's no problem with things being in order, but. Everything can't always be perfect. And it's not always I'm not gonna always have the money to have the best setup. I'm not gonna always have the money to have you know everything look the way that I want it to look or be the way that I want it to be. But I have to be obedient to where God where where God wants to take it. So if my God said, I want you to do a podcast, and you see that it takes nothing to do a podcast but a phone. Then be obedient to that. Whether or not people listen, whether or not people come. And I've always told y'all, if you listen to the previous podcast, I'm doing it for the one. I'm not doing it for the 99. I'm doing it for the one. And that has been my mission. That has been, you know, what keeps me grounded. That has been what keeps me humbled. If I can reach one person then i'm good then i'm straight i don't worry about the 99 I don't worry about the others i want the one and so i was obedient to where god i was obedient to where god wanted i was obedient to what god wanted me to do right so he wanted me to do this podcast i was like okay god i'm gonna do the podcast where i was disobedient whereas i didn't promote it i didn't put it out i didn't let anyone know i didn't you know, promote it. like, I was like, Mm-mm. I'm gonna do it, God, I'll do it. But that's as far as I go with it. And you can do what you want to do with it. And I kind of got convicted and was like, how are people gonna know if you don't say anything? and I'm like, Ugh, I don't, I'm not the type of person that promotes myself. I just don't do that. I don't, I don't know why." <laughs> and someone had told me, "It's not you're not promoting yourself, you're promoting God." And I'm like, "Ah, yeah, that's true. I'm promoting God. You're absolutely right because when you're doing things for the kingdom, it's not about you. It's about God." And I had to get that revelation over and over again, where it's not about me. I'm just the vessel. I'm just the one being used, but it's not me. Does that make sense? It's about God. It's leading them to God. My effort is leading people back to God, leading people closer to God. So if there is something in you that you believe that God wants you to accomplish, I would ask that you would go in prayer, I would ask that you would ask the Holy Spirit specifically what it is that he wants you to do in this season. And for a long time, I would see people moving. I would see people growing and I felt stuck. I felt just stagnant like ugh, another person is pushing ahead and I'm still in the same spot. Another person's going forward, and I'm still stuck right here. And I had to learn about seasons and there's a season for sowing, and there's a season for harvest. Identify what season you are in. There may be a season where God wants you to rest, where he, and that doesn't mean that you're idle when you're resting. That means that you are eating of him. That means that you are growing in knowledge of him. That means that you are spending time with him. That means you are laying down your flesh and that you are, you know, sowing into your spirit. So don't despise, you know, your seasons. There's always a sowing and a harvest. There's always a reap and a harvest, a reap and a sowing. So don't despise the season that you are in. But when God tells you to do something, I really want you to hear me when I say this. When God tells you specifically to do something and it has been confirmed and you can't get away from it. You got dreams about it. You have visions of it. You heard it. People have confirmed it. People have told you you have a gift in this. Wow. You're really good at that. I really want you to hear me when I say this, do it, (laughs) do it, do it. If God is telling you to do a podcast, do it. I don't care if the market is saturated. I don't care if you think everybody is, you know, oh, well, she going not think I'm copying off of her if I do it or da 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 If God has told you to do it, do it. If God has told you to write that book, write it. Be obedient, write it. If God has told you to record that album, record it, do it. And the reason why I'm telling you to do it is because there is something on the other side of your obedience. And I would hear people say that all the time. I hear people say that all the time. I'm not about to get emotional, you guys. Oh my God, I'm sorry. But there's something on the other side of your obedience. Somebody can get over because of your obedience. Someone that I may never reach because they're not connected to me, you may be able to reach because they're connected to you. So don't discount what God has told you to do, even if you think it's small, even if you think it's insignificant, even if you think that it's it doesn't matter or, well, so-and-so is already doing that, so I don't have to do it. Even Whatever it is, my axe is that you be obedient to what God wants you to do and throw away envy, throw away jealousy, throw it all away, just put it in the garbage, throw it away, get it out your house and do what God wants you to do. And I'm going to just calm down a little bit because I've seen the other side of my obedience and I'm amazed. Literally, like my heart is full when people tell me that my podcast encouraged them, when people tell me that my podcast has helped them grow and helped them get over and helped them, you know, continue with their relationship with God. That's why I'm doing this. And it's not about me. It's about Giving God glory. So if I could give God glory, and if you know that there's something inside of you that God has called you to do, I want you to do it. And this leads me to Jonah. Now, if you are not familiar with Jonah, Jonah is like most of us, honest to truth. Like (laughs) God told him to do something. He's like, "Mm, you good. You good, God. I am not doing that. Um, So uh, in the story of Jonah... Uh, I'm trying to find it right now, but yeah, whatever. I know it. So in the story of Jonah, God told Jonah to go to the city of Nineveh and the city of Nineveh uh, at the time, they were not following God. They were disobedient to God. They were just a hot mess. Right. And God told Jonah to go there and warn them, go there and speak to them, go there and um, tell them what I'm going to tell you. And Jonah was like, God, you good. Like, no, we not doing that. That's a hard no. You want me to go into this godless city and tell people that they not obeying God? Like, you really want me to do that, God? Like, nah, you good. I'm going to go buy this ticket. And I'm going to go on this boat. And I'm going to go to this land called Tarnish. I think it's called Tarnish. Tarnish or Tarnish, whatever. I can't think of it right now. Um, That's what I'm going to do, God. And you can, you know, stay wherever you want and I'm yeah that's that's exactly what I'm gonna do so Jonah decides that he knows best which most of us do we decide that we know best we know the plan for our life best God you're good oh you want me to start that business Mm, hard no I'm just gonna continue working for whoever because nah that's too much I ain't nobody got time for that guy so Jonah thinks he knows what's best and he goes to Tarshish 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 it's Tarshish (laughs) So he goes down, he goes on the ship, pay his little money, and he goes, right? So then he gets on this boat with people. And that's the thing. People are tied to your obedience and people are tied to your disobedience. So you have to be careful. The Lord sent this great wind on the sea. And they had a storm on the ship, right? And it was crazy. So all the sailors, they're like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh we scared." They, they, you know, have they? I guess they were worshiping different gods, not our god. They worshiping different gods. So they was like, "I," they crying out to their god, and they like lowercase G God. Um, and they threw cargo to to lighten it. So they throwing stuff off the ship, trying to lighten it because it's getting too crazy. And Jonah. <laughs> He he down there he asleep. Jonah Jonah chilling. Okay? Jonah is okay with his decision. He is okay with what he did and he is straight chilling. He like, okay. God told me to go to Nineveh. I'm going to Tarshish and I'm going to go sleep. I'll see y'all later. So Jonah's downstairs asleep, right? Uh, the captain goes to him and is like, how how are you sleep? How, how are you sleep right now? You don't feel this storm. You don't feel this wind. You don't feel this rain. You don't feel us going crazy, crying out. Like How are you sleep right now? Get up. Get up, Jonah. Call on your guy. Maybe he'll take notice and, and we won't perish. So the sailors said to each other, let's cast lots, right? So they cast lots to find out who's responsible. And the lot fell on Jonah. So they asked Jonah, um, you're responsible for making all this trouble? So it's you. You're, you're You're the person that's causing all of this chaos. It's you, Jonah. So what's up? where you from, where your people from, like, what, what we doing? And he's like, well, I'm Hebrew. um, And I worship the Lord, the God of heaven who made the sea and the dry land. So that terrified the people because obviously they were worshiping other gods and they asked him, well, then what you do? You, 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 you serve the true and living God of heaven, right? And who made the sea and this dry land. So he's the one causing this. So what do you, what, what, what you going to do? How, how how are we going to do this? What, what you did? And Jonah knew already what he did. He knew that because of his disobedience, this is what was causing this chaos, right? So the sea's getting rougher and rougher. And y'all can read Jonah, um, on your own time, but I'm just kind of paraphrasing. So the sea's getting crazy, rough, um, So they asked him, like, what what are you going to do to make the sea calm down? And he's like, well, pick me up, throw me in the sea, and then it's going to calm down um, because I know it's my fault that this storm has come upon you. So the men, in their effort, like, nah, nah, we can't throw you in. We can't throw you in. Come on, let's keep trying. Let's keep trying. But the sea kept going. More and more crazy, more and more crazy. And they cried out to the Lord, please do not let us die for taking this man's life. Don't hold us accountable for this. Don't, you know, please, because we, if he dies, we don't want that to be on us. But this sea is not calming down. It's not going anywhere. So they throw him over, right? And that's the end of the story. Of course, it's not the end of the story. So I just want to stop here and just talk about that for a little bit. Jonah decided that he thought he knew best. So he said, Now I'm not going to none of them. I'm going to Tarshish and I'm getting on this boat. And storms came, winds came. The people got scared. The people got scared. People are tied to your disobedience. When you are walking in disobedience, people are tied to it. You may not think so, but it is true. There are people on the other side of your obedience, so that must mean that there are people on the other side of your disobedience. So When you're not doing what God wants you to do, when you're not living how God wants you to live, when you're not being obedient to him and what he has told you to do, people are not getting saved because of your disobedience. People are not being delivered because of your disobedience. People are struggling because of your disobedience. People are tied to your disobedience as well as tied to your obedience. So if you are walking in disobedience as Jonah was, these people could have been living their life free and clear had not Jonah did what he was supposed to do. If Jonah had just went to Nineveh, the storm wouldn't have came on these people. The storm wouldn't have magnified itself. It wouldn't have been what it was because of Jonah's disobedience. So I want you to really think about what it is that you are being disobedient when God told you to do something. What is it? What could be tied to your disobedience? Whose lives are not being changed because of your disobedience? Whose freedom is not being gained because of your disobedience? So really think about that. Really meditate on that and then meditate on the other side. If I say yes to God and I give him my obedience, whose lives can be changed because of my obedience? I never in a million years thought that somebody's life could be changed or challenged because of my obedience. But it's God who promotes. It's God who elevates. And it's God who grows. And when you give God your yes, he is going to make sure that it accomplishes what he said it was going to accomplish. His word does not return to him void. And I think sometimes we 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 don't think about that when it comes to obedience. But if God told you to do something, it's because it won't return to him void. His word won't return to him void. So if he told me to do a Podcast, it's not going to return to him void. He has a specific person in mind when he said do that podcast. When he said write that book. When he said sing that song. When he said bake those cakes. When he said whatever it is. When he said encourage that person. There is something that he had in mind. It's not going to return to him void. He just needs a yes. So sometimes guys just need your yes. We so busy wanting to give God yes, Lord, yes, Lord. We'll sing the song. I give myself away. We'll sing the song. We'll do the dance. You know, we'll we'll say yes. But in true reality. When he wants you to get down to the nitty gritty, when he wants you to forsake flesh, when he wants you to say no to the television, say yes to picking up the Bible, when he wants you to say yes to certain things, hello? hello hello i need your yes i need your yes where's your yes then when it comes to you know the nitty gritty when it comes to forsaking yourself when it comes to getting outside of yourself when it comes to losing your comfort zone when he's telling you to do something that you're not comfortable with doing when you're uncomfortable sometimes we have to learn how to walk uncomfortably comfortable period we ha- i'm walking it right now literally walking uncomfortably comfortable i'm not comfortable in my certain situation i'm not comfortable with certain things but i'm learning how how to be uncomfortable and realizing that it's okay because I gave God my yes and whatever he wants to accomplish, whoever he wants it to reach is what is going to be. I can't do nothing more or nothing less, but give God my yes. And so when you think about how important it is to walk in obedience versus disobedience, then you'll realize that number one, this it ain't about you. So it's not about you at all. Okay, let's get you out the way. And I think that's where we get mixed up a lot of time. Jonah thought it was about him how he was going to be perceived if he told these people about God, how people were going to look at him, how people were going to talk about him, how he was going to be judged, how he was going to be looked at. He 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 thought, ah, I'm insignificant. I'm not significant. It's God that promotes. It's God that elevates and it, it's God that gives growth. So it's not about you. It's not about your stature. It's not about if you're the most eloquent with words. It's not about if you are, you know, the best speaker, the best teacher. Oh, you're great at public. Speaking, so you're definitely gonna be. It's not about that, it's not about that. God could use anybody, and He will use anybody. And He uses, you know, um, the foolish things to confound the wise. So people are always like, Oh, you used to be this and that, and now you're doing this. Yes, because it's God. It's not me. It's God. It's God is the one that transforms. It's God is the one that renews. God is the one that promotes. God is the one that elevates. God is the one that grows. So once you realize and get out of self, get out of self, get out of self, then you'll realize that, hey, It's not me doing this thing. It's God doing this thing. And you'll get excited about it. You'll be rejuvenated. You know, I get so excited. I I can't wait to record a podcast. And my life is a little different because I have two kids. And I can't just jump on any God tells me to jump on. So I have to find different times to do it. And, you know, sometimes I want to do one weekly and I can't because of the kids. And I'm learning how to grow with this process. But when I do get to do a podcast, I get excited about it because it, I'm doing God's work. I'm doing God's will. I'm giving God my Yes. And that's the thing that you have to realize. Jonah gave God his no. And because of his no, people were attached to that disobedience. So they threw him over. They felt bad. God, please don't hold us accountable for this. We we don't want to be responsible for killing this man, but it, this ship is not getting any lighter. The wind is not slowing down. And he said, you know, that he serves the Hebrew God, the God, you know, of, of the dry land and the sea. And we're going to cast him into the sea. So Jonah goes into the sea and the Lord allows a fish to swallow him. So Jonah is in the belly of a fish for three days. And in those three days, Jonah is really crying out to the Lord and, and really talking to the Lord and really um, speaking to the Lord. And sometimes our disobedience gets us to a place where we have nothing else to do but cry out to God. And sometimes God, wants we allow, when we say no to God, we allow him to put us in a place where we have nothing else to do but cry out to God. And this is exactly what had to, what happened to Jonah. He's like, "Oh, you think you're getting away with this? Oh, you think you're. Oh, you think you're going to get away with this?" And that's the thing: we think we're going to get away with disobedience. We're not getting away with anything when we're disobedient to what God has called us to do. We really aren't. We're just delaying the inevitable. We're literally delaying the inevitable. And for a long time, I delayed the inevitable. I delayed doing the podcast. I delayed promoting it. I delayed, you know, telling people about it. What for? What for? What purpose? And I and I knew it was wrong. And I knew that I shouldn't have, but I wasn't confident yet. I wasn't... fully trusting God with it yet and I just you know I wanted to hold on to my vulnerability I wanted to hold on to my personal stories and not let it just be out there for everyone to hear but I didn't realize on the other side of that somebody got could get delivered somebody could get encouraged somebody could get set free from bondage that they had been feeling because they was thinking the same exact thing as me so again there is a place for disobedience where it will get you and you will have nothing else to do, but cry out to God and say, God, deliver me from whatever it is. Um, so yeah, he's talking to, 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 to the Lord and Jonah is a quick book y'all. So I don't want to hear, Oh, I can't, you know, read Jonah. Jonah has like four chapters in it. So please you can read Jonah. And the, the best part is when he gets out that fish guess where Jonah goes? He don't go back and buy a ticket, y'all, and go back to Tarshish. No, he inevitably ends up in Nineveh. He goes to this great city of Nineveh, and he proclaims the message that God had given him, and he obeyed the word of the Lord, and he went to this large city, to this godless city, and he talked, and he preached. For, for, For days, he preached, um, and he told people that um, uh, to put on to fast, to put on sackcloth. To you know, he 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 warned them. Um, it, it, he warned them. He warned them. He warned them. And that was what God wanted him to do in the first place. He wanted to warn this people because God didn't want to destroy this land. God didn't want to um, to, uh, to to to. To harm this land. He wanted them to do right. He wanted them to fast. He wanted them to put down their idols, to put down the things that were displeasing to him. And he needed a willing person. He chose a willing person. That person didn't know that they were willing because they went the other direction. But once they got out that belly of that fish, they realized, oh yeah, I'm going to do what God told me to do. "Mm -hmm, Yep. I'm not playing no more. And that's what I want to tell you today. Stop playing. Stop playing with your obedience. There is something on the other side of your obedience. God wants to use your obedience. He needs to use your specific obedience for a purpose. If Jonah never went to that land, those people would have never heard the word of the living God. Those people would have never changed their ways. Those people would have still been the same jacked up, messed up, doing everything that they wasn't supposed to do had not Jonah been obedient to what God was telling him to do. And we have to realize that obedience is better than sacrifice. Sometimes we think giving things up are better than saying a yes to God. If we read, oh man, where is that? I think it is in Isaiah, uh, where it says that obedience is better than sacrifice. I'll get the, I don't know the exact verse, y'all. I'm sorry. But um, if we can realize that obedience is better than sacrifice, then we'll be better off. Then we'll know that okay, it's not necessarily my sacrifice that God is pleased with, but it's my obedience that he is pleased with. It's an obedience that God gets to use you. It's an obedience that God gets to change, you know, um, change people's hearts and help people get through things. It's in the obedience. Um, let me see if I can find it really quick, guys. I'm sorry. Obedience. Oh, first Samuel fifteen twenty two. First Samuel. I have my Bible here, y'all. So if y'all hear movement, that's just me, y'all. That's just me. um. And if you need to get a Bible that you can understand, get a Bible that you can understand. Don't nobody care. As long as you can understand it. Right. Like I read out of the New King James Version because. I understand it, but sometimes I read out of the New Living Translation because I want a different understanding. Sometimes I read the Amplified because I want a different understanding. Sometimes I read the voice, I read the message. So, I mean, get what you're comfortable with as long as you can understand it. We, 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 (laughs) I don't know who this is for, but it's for somebody. We don't read the Bible because we don't understand it and we think that we're okay in doing so. Where's the logic? Where's the logic? We don't read it because we don't understand it. Number one, the Holy Spirit is a teacher. So if you have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of you, he will teach you all things. Okay? because sometimes I open up this Bible and I'm blown away. Like what? That means what? And that's what? Oh, my gosh. Like, God, that is so good. And if I don't allow the Holy Spirit to be my teacher and I just say, oh, I'm not going to understand it. So I don't pick it up. How am I going to grow? How am I going to help somebody else if I'm not understanding what I'm reading? So I would um, definitely encourage you to find a Bible that you can understand until, you know, you get to a place where, okay, I got it. Now let me go back to, you know, King James, and the new King James version. But if you need to read the New Living Translation, if you need to read the um English American Standard, if you need to read... <laughs> Do what you got to do, baby, to get this word in you. Do what you have to do to get the word in you. And do not forsake the Bible because you don't understand it. Don't forsake the Bible because you don't understand it. Yes. Is the Bible hard to understand? It can be because, you know, we take things out of context because teachers and preachers, do not understand the full counsel of the word of God. And so they'll read you Leviticus and say, do, don't, do, don't, 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 don't. And don't read what time period it was from. What's the context of this? Why was it written? Who was it written to? So don't, how do I say this? You have to be a steward. You have to study the word of God. And if you need help with studying the word of God, please DM me, please um, email me. I will give you, you know, different study tools, different things to help you, but don't forsake the word of God because of laziness, because of slothfulness, because it's slothful to say you don't understand, but you don't find a version that you can understand. There are free Bible apps on your phone right now. We can download Instagram. We could download Facebook. We could download Twitter. We can download Snapchat. Download a Bible app and start reading it daily and just start reading it. If you don't know where to start, start with Proverbs. Start with Psalms. Start with John. Start reading your word. It is edifying. It's the only way to build you up. It's the only way to carry you through the trials the tribulations that you face. People always say, oh... How do you get through that? How do you, how are you able to, to get through this? It's because the word, baby, it's the word of God. It's the word of God that edifies. It's the word of God that builds me up. It's the word of God that gives me wisdom. It's the word of God that gives me discernment. It's the word of God that cleanses me. And people always say, oh, your brain. Yeah, I'm washing my brain of this world. I'm washing my brain of negative thoughts. I'm washing my brain of idle thinking. I'm washing my brain of this world and putting the word of God back in. In my brain back in my heart to be able to walk out this life to be able to be obedient to what God wants me to do to be able to help somebody else get through so I don't know who that was for but it was for somebody um so Isaiah fifteen twenty two. so Samuel said has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings as sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord behold to obey is better than sacrifice So, and rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. So, if you think that you getting away with something, you're not, baby. You're not. (laughs) So, I just want you to put that down. Put disobedience down and pick up obedience to God. I hope this encouraged someone. I don't know if I'm all over the place, but please forgive me. I'm just... I'm excited about this word and I can hear my kids downstairs screaming, so I'm rushing a little bit, but I cannot wait to get on another episode of this podcast. Oh, this is 33 minutes. It's long, y'all. I'm sorry. But I hope that it was encouraging. I hope that you got something out of it. Please rate the podcast. Please rate it um, and please comment. And if you have any suggestions, topics that you want to discuss, things that you want to hear, um, if you want me to go deeper into things, deeper teachings, again, I'm still getting a feel of the audience for what this podcast is going to be. So right now we're just doing topically things. I'm picking a topic and discussing it. But if you want more teaching, please let me know because um, I can also do that as well. Um, so yeah, I'm encouraged. I hope you guys are encouraged to be obedient to where God wants you to what God wants you to do and how he wants you to do it. Thank you guys for listening. Please tell somebody about it. Please tell somebody else to tell somebody about it. Please, 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 please keep me in your prayers. Keep me in your prayers. I'm keeping y'all, my listeners in my prayers because I know, I know that he's raising up a mighty army and do not be afraid to be obedient to God. Don't be afraid to be obedient to God. There's fear. It's not real. That fear is not real. I thought it was real, but it's not real. Yeah, you, you, It's false evidence appearing real. You think You think too much. Stop thinking so much and rely on God. It's not about you, baby. It's not about you. All right. We're closing. Um, I don't know. I Thank you, Jesus, for this word. Thank you for the listeners, God. I just ask that this word would settle in their heart, God. I ask that you would give each of them what it is that you need them to be obedient in. And I pray, my prayer is that they would follow it, God, that they, you would give them the tools that they need to be able to be obedient to you. And that they would follow through so that lives can be changed and transformed. I give all glory, all honor to you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys, we're stopping. Love you guys. Bye.